the college football experience week 13 preview in picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePicks.com and use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent instant deposit match for up to a hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Yes, yeah, sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's better fantasy. That's B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. Yes, you're a home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So get it today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week 13 preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Yes. And happy early holidays from the SGPN crew and from the college football experience crew and college basketball experience crew. I'm joined by former, former JMU Duke of the Sun Belt. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Remind me to talk about your name in a second here. All Third right. man in the booth. The DFS God himself. Come play DraftKings with us. College football, college basketball. We do it every single day, pretty much. Uh, give it up for former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP, the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are we? Uh, we're good. We are uh, very good, that's but hold on. I, I got to go back to, to Patty. Smile on your face for. Well, because Patty C sent me something great this morning. Well, um, 4 a.m. 
Uh, Kalani Sataki was talking about his trip to uh, Conway, South Carolina to take on coastal Carolina. And yet this is another reason why coastal Carolina might have to be one of my favorite schools. He said uh, he was talking about he got hit in the face with a burrito. <laughs> the fans, the fans threw a burrito at him. They are the oh, burrito man. eating sideline kiss stealing fans of Conway. winning my heart over. Winning my heart over. What's worse? What's worse? Kiffin gets hit with a golf ball, or you get hit in the face with a burrito. <laughs> I think I'd rather take a golf ball to the face than a burrito. Was uh, it like half eaten? Was it half eaten? Are you getting like? Right. But dude, I mean, I was watching the 80, 86 Browns, uh, Bengals, uh, no Browns, uh, Broncos, uh, AFC Championship over the summer, and they were talking about how the Bronco players kept getting hit with dog bones. They would the dog pound brought all these dog bones. But I'm talking about throughout the whole game. Mark, uh, they interviewed Mark Jackson, the former wide receiver of the Broncos, and he's like, "Dude, I'm on the sidelines. The, the first one I run out." To, to like pregame, I'm getting hit with dog bones. He was like, pelted. then I'm on the sidelines. We're sitting in the bench. We're just all getting like periodically through the game. We're getting hit with dog bones. <laughs> uh, uh, better time. Like, dude, I don't know, dude. Some like spicy salsa in your eyes that that'll burn, man. I, I think <laughs> the, the breeding with the face could hurt. How do we not have footage of that? Um, but how are we doing, guys? There's a lot to talk about. This is a huge week in college football. FCS playoffs kick off Saturday, as well as we got Maction going on right now. And I, one of those one of those games, I must apologize, Northern Illinois. If you took, mm. if you listened and took, I didn't know the whole team was going to sit out. They're, they're they're they've clinched the MAC championship. So oh, I didn't know that either. They Damn didn't. It. The Lombardi sat out. Uh, a bunch of other uh, players. Uh, so Western Michigan is kicking their ass right now, but the other one I'm looking all right with ball state. So hopefully you listen to, you listen to that matching episode, but look, this is a great slate Thursday. You get two FBS games an FCS game Friday, just a slew of college football games Saturday as well. Mixed in with college basketball, great matchups, UCLA and uh, Gonzaga happening tonight. And uh, while we're recording this and uh, yeah, subscribe to both feeds, college football experience and the college basketball experience. As we take you through the holidays, I have a daily college basketball show that I will be doing for you guys still. All right. Dundee doesn't stop. All right. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Boom. Okay. Now look, Dan Mullins fired guys. He took him to an sec championship a year ago and uh, almost beat Alabama this year. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough for the folks in Gainesville. Um, what do you make of uh, the firing, Nick? Uh, a little premature. I mean, are you going to find, especially? I think the everyone was thinking James Franklin would be the guy that would maybe come into Florida or LSU or USC. He just re-upped uh, for a ten-year contract at Penn State, and you got to wonder: Are can Florida find a better head coach than Dan Mullen? Yeah, exactly. That was the point I was about to bring up. I mean, what is your plan? Like, you know, I hope hopefully you don't quit a job without having a plan in place for another job. Right. Yeah. Same thing. You don't fire a coach unless you have a plan, like, uh, you know, a couple of guys you're thinking of. And right now there's a, 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 a number of big time jobs. So Florida is going to be competing with USC with LSU and others. So, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know, man, it seems like it was premature. I think I would have given him one more year especially with all the openings well, and they still really, might make not a, bowl. a whole lot of candidates. There's, there's not a whole lot of candidates out there right now. Well, If so. they beat Florida state, they go six and six. You can make a bowl, go seven and six. I get but it. Still, it's, it's, in the shitty sec East. That's a, that's a bad year. I get it. But you also went to the sec East championship last year, lost by just a touchdown. Right. I mean, right. call me crazy. I get it. The recruiting trail. He was not the greatest recruiter and he's not bringing in the best class, but 
that can happen periodically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, look at James right. Franklin right now. He's got a great recruiting class coming in. He didn't well, always have look, that. This goes back to our conversation about how the importance of recruiting classes, you know, that can be overrated. Some coaches can do more with less and some coaches can do less with more. So, you know, yeah, I agree. I would not have fired him just over a couple of years of supposedly down recruiting classes. I mean, how many players did he just send to the NFL last year? Yeah. And, well, and that's, what's great is that they're talking about, I guess, since Franklin, from what I can understand is, is Mario Cristobal is at the top of their list. That's the, what's hilarious is right. they would improve recruiting wise, but probably be worse on the field. <laughs> I feel that fairly confident shows- with that. That shows the lack of good candidates out there. Yeah. I mean, what are his uh, I'm looking at right now, the last 2 years they were 12 9 9 last 3 years in recruiting. Like what do you want? He's a top 10 recruiter, <laughs> you know, right now they're down, they haven't like but the class is far from over, you know. So It should happen. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, especially when uh, the administration doesn't give you the vote of confidence. You know, I understand it does seem like he lost the team. Uh, what I think is they probably the fans don't want to get behind they're, him because they're kind of like Texas now. When you when you do the math on yeah. Zook and uh, and McElwain and I mean they they get to the SEC. McElwain took him twice to the SEC championship game. They fired him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I get I it. I think Florida fans got cocky and they need like a charismatic coach. They want to be the cool team. Mullen is the furthest thing from cool there is out there, but the dude wins games. I'm looking at it now. Do, do they go for Urban Meyer? If they can get He's their right hands the on him, right? <laughs> I'd be driving to his office every day if I'm that athletic director. Um, uh, I don't see that happening. I don't see. Well, first off, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't see Urban Meyer happening, and you know, I don't see any like big name head coach because who who's out there? Matt Campbell, maybe could they get Matt Campbell? They should be able to get Matt Campbell. I mean, if he, uh, he doesn't turned go down for that, sixty-nine million dollars from the Detroit Lions, though. That's true. <laughs> maybe he's a is college. Is that a slam dunk hire? Is is he that much better of a coach than Dan Mullen at Florida? I don't know. I don't think so. Dan uh, Mullen at Mississippi State is probably the best coach Mississippi State ever had. Well, until Mike One Leach, which he'll prove. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Iowa State's like six and five right now, or something, right? Or yeah, but, they, but they've had a. They, I think they're better than their record. It's kind of like UCLA. You look at Iowa State's losses; they're all like very close games for the most part. Um, I, I think Matt Campbell's a good coach. I think you'd be happy. I, 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 I can see your point, and I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Matt Campbell's certainly better than Dan Mullen. I tend to, if I had to pick, I think I'd rather have Matt Campbell. But um, I think it's close. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it's very close. Yeah. Um, Don Brown was hired at UMass. He's back. <laughs> I like that. Good fit there. Hey, you know, you know, he was the coach there before. Yeah, right. And he he was a winner there in the FCS ranks. Well, they fucked up with Whipple and uh, sent him down the road early. So maybe they figured, hey, maybe we can make up for it by bringing bringing another old successful coach. I back. mean, he is sixty six years old, but this guy was at UMass from two thousand four to two thousand eight, and that's and he was the DC back in the nineties. He he had success there. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm quickly scrambling to find uh, UMass uh, his record at UMass. Okay, he was six and five, seven and four, thirteen and two, ten and wow. three, seven and five. He never had a losing season at UMass. <laughs> Where did he go directly after that? He went. I believe he was at BC under. Uh, BC. Yeah, for for uh, it might have been when BC went to the was in the top ten. <laughs> Under under Coughlin? Uh, no, he went to Maryland with Ralph Friedrin first. Mm. Then, which they had success. 
Ralph Friedrich had success yeah. at Maryland, probably the most success any coach has had at Maryland since Bear yeah. Bryant. Um, then, then he went to UConn. He was with UConn when they were good. He was mm. the defensive coordinator of UConn when they went Under to Edsel? Yeah. When they went to the BCS. Yeah. Wow. Then he went to Boston college uh, as a DC. So I don't think he was, he was probably at Boston college. Pr- who was before Dazio? Mm, Jack Zinsky? No, I think it was the Virginia guy, the OC from Virginia. Oh, well, that everyone laser. Uh, no, no. The guy was NC state's coach. Coughlin. I, I not Coughlin NC state's coach. Tom Coughlin. No, Tom O'Brien. O'Brien. Tom, Tom O'Brien. Oh, Tom Coughlin's a Giants guy. Oh, we, just, we just lost twenty followers. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look the same. They're both yeah. old and crumbly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Military background types. I said that like three or four times too. I was certain it was like Coughlin. What are you talking about? Uh, someone's having cocktails. And then he went to Michigan. They they, they were very good under him. Uh, yeah, you know, he was great as a DC at Michigan. Year one at Arizona was tough, but I mean that was kind of expected. He was also the baseball coach, uh, interim baseball coach at Yale. So, <laughs> shout out! He's twenty six and ten as a baseball coach. This guy might just be a winner all around. <laughs> um, all right, so I just wanted to key on that. I mean, you think that's a good hire, right, Don Brown to UMass? Sure. Nick? Yes. Yes. Definitely. All right. Let me let me let me pitch this one out at you about Florida. Obviously, it's a big name. It would make a lot of sense. It's close by. I got to be honest. If Florida hired Don Brown, I think it's better than Mario Cristobal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the the fans they want the recruiter. I don't know how big of a recruiter uh, Don Brown is, but <laughs> in terms of scheme, I would say without a doubt, way better. Um, no, uh, Jamie Chadwell, the mullet. You think that'll that'll play in uh, Gainesville? Look, That's I like I like Jamie Chadwell. I don't want to see him at Florida, so I'm not going to agree with you. Well, the, <laughs> it is too big of a jump. Yeah, it's true. I don't want them to have success, but uh, they like their high tech, little uh, high octane offenses, and he fits that mold. So this next week, I think we're going to see a lot of hirings, firings. I hear Willie Taggart could get fired. Uh, Jeff Collins. I mean, we'll get into some more that might be gone in the coming uh, days, but we got a lot of games to forecast. But first, before I get there, I do want to hit on this college football playoff rankings came out today. Uh, Cincinnati was in the top four. Will they be in the final uh, top four? If they beat East Carolina in Houston, Pat, Uh, that all depends. That all depends on if the committee is going to be douchebags about Alabama. Nick wills. I'll uh, just make a prediction. I think they will. Okay. Nick. I, I think public pressure now is at an all time high. So they might cave to that. If they put them in there now, why would they set themselves up for so much scrutiny? If they take them out, you know, if they run the table. So yeah. I have to say right now, I guess so. Yeah, I still think Houston. Now, or, this or, all might be a moot point when they lose to the Pirates, but yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. There you go, um, uh, Patty C. What do you think the perfect number is for the playoff? I think sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. Nick. What do you think? I, I'm cool with that. I mean, uh, you know, twelve to sixteen, I think is good. Well, you know, you guys really, <laughs> really disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> because there's an undefeated team ranked 22nd in the nation right now. Well, All right. Well, I think about rankings conference uh, auto bids should be yes. part of a 16 team. Definitely. Playoff. Definitely. Okay. I think 16 is still too small because I think schedule manipulation is very, very uh, it's happening all throughout the sport. I think you got to go 24 or, or higher. 
I yeah, really do. Crazy. I really crazy do. Talk. We're at four now. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I know <laughs> Baby that, steps, but Kobe I'm Dan. saying for, for, for it to be fair, when, when you have five years of no back-to-back away games and other teams have to do that, I don't think you're getting the top teams in that spot. Well, like Patty C said, if you have conference winners are automatically in that erases some of the schedule imbalances, yes. not all of it, but some of it. Yes, but UTSA the Roadrunners twenty. Are you kidding me? That far back and they're fucking eleven and zero. They're eleven and zero. All right, hold on. That game. That. Go ahead. I can't talk to this son of a bitch. I can't talk to that son of a bitch. I, really <laughs> can't. I, 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 I can't talk to that uh, son of a bitch. All right, I had to find that one because that's the way. I, what is that, that game? Days of Thunder. Look, UAB. That oh little, yeah, uh, that is Days of Thunder. Um, Dot. Look. UAB, as much as I like Bill Clark, they're never oh. like what kills me is they're never aggressive. They're never aggressive. Well, dude, not going for it on fourth and an inch at like the 50. I mean, all it's all risk reward. All right. So the risk is that you might lose about 30 yards of field position. The reward is that you, you win the, the freaking game is game. over. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't believe they didn't go for that. And that is crazy. And as soon as they did that, I tweeted that out. And sure enough, I was like, I, I, I know what's happening. Yeah. You, you, you do a chicken shit move like that. You know, it's going to happen. And sure enough, it did. Now you would be still covered. And if you recall, that was the lock battle between myself and Patty C. Ooh. So Ooh. I will take <laughs> the W on the, on the lock battle from last week. Very nice. But <laughs> one straight up. Yeah, I mean, and you hung in with the best college football team in the land. UTSA, two wins away from a national championship, or there three, 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 I think. I guess, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, uh. Okay, let's hop into this Thursday night. Wait, I'm sorry. Thursday day, we have a game when there's a lot of implications going on uh, all across the college football landscape here, but Fresno state travels to San Jose state where me and Nick won't cash in our lock, but can Fresno state, I mean, can San Jose state get to a bowl? They almost won on the road at Nevada. The last time they stepped on the, on the field, Um, or is that two weeks ago? I guess they are catching seven and a half in San Jose noon 30 kick. I'm glad they put this on. So I don't have to watch the Detroit lions. Um, <laughs> what are you doing here, Pat? Oh God. I think Fresno's had uh, some close losses lately over double overtime loss to San Diego state three point loss at Nevada. Both of those, or I guess uh, San Diego state was at home. Did get throttled by Utah state. All that to say, I think Fresno's better than seven, seven and a half. I don't know. That hook is a little daunting, but I'm still going to go Fresno. I'm riding the Spartans. Give me the seven and a half. I think they know that well, look Fresno. Is they can st- still win. Yeah, they're still alive. If Boise right. beats San Diego State on Friday, Fresno is in the Mountain West Championship <laughs> at six and six. No, Fresno, oh, Fresno, 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 Fresno. Fresno. Uh, but San Jose State playing for their bowl life. Yeah, those uh, month of extra practice is huge. Um, I'm going to ride San Jose State though, plus seven and a half. I think, right I think they're going to get. I think they're going to cover. I don't have a great feel for it. Nick, I'm on your side, Patty. See, I'm on uh, Fresno. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> fact just that, mad at San Jose State still. Well, true, but the fact that Fresno can still win the West Division of the Mountain West if San Diego State loses is huge. And I mean, San Jose State, the last game they played at home, they lost to Utah State, 48 to 17. You, uh, Fresno, uh, I'm sorry, San Jose State only has one win over a 500 team this year. That was against Wyoming a, a few weeks back. So I think Fresno is just clear cut the better team. 
Well, Nick has been riding uh, San Jose State, so he knows him better. Both of you guys know him better than probably most people do. And I, I, I'll ride with Nick though on this one. It's there easy to go. see a tide turn. Yep. Dundee's uh, going down. <laughs> Let's go, hey guys. Let me just cue up. I think this is one of the more exciting games. Kiffin in Mississippi, Ole Miss they call it, travel to Starkville to take on the pirate himself, Mike One Leach, in the Egg Bowl, coming Thanksgiving night. <laughs> and music kind of matched up pretty well with uh, your voice over there. I love this game. This might be my favorite game of the whole week. Um, and Hale State all day. They're they're one point favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the one. I think Mississippi State's the better team, and I think. I really think they're the, been the better team all year. It's just uh, they got some unfortunate uh, breaks and stuff like that going on. Uh, so uh, give me a uh, Hale State minus one in in Stark Vegas, Nick. I'm I'm with you, man. I totally agree. I mean, Ole Miss here. They started the year just their offense was just lights out on fire, but they've had so many injuries on that side of the ball. Uh, the last six games, they have not been over 31 points. So if anything, I think Mississippi state right now has the better offense and they definitely have the better defense. Therefore they are the better team and they are at home. Give me the fighting Mike leeches. Patty got to agree. I mean, those three losses out of the four, obviously they got cooked by uh, Alabama, but the other three losses by a combined eight points or yeah. yeah. Um, So pretty close losses. A couple of them are bullshit too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Certainly uh, Memphis, but um I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I just feel like in Starkville, especially year two, Mike Leach can't let Lane Kiffin go up to nothing on him. Yeah. And any chance Lane Kiffin is the head coach of the Florida Gators. I know there's Miami talk. He grew up in Florida. Miami's a better, yeah. I mean, uh, Florida's a better job, right? Obviously. I don't think so. I actually really? think the way they've been look, cause you can win the sec champion or the sec East championship. And then be fired the next year if you're six and six or, or six and five. Yeah, he wasn't even six and six yet. He's six and five. So I actually think Miami in the coastal. I think if you can do a, a good job you, and and just get to the coastal, I think they'll they're not going to fire you. <laughs> so mm. I, I I think Miami is actually. I mean, I get it. Florida's the better job from a dollar bill standpoint. I think they could probably offer more. Yeah, probably but, recruit better. Not a recruiting standpoint, but not really. I don't think actually. I believe Manny Diaz w- currently was ranking. It was recruiting better than. Uh, really. I mean, I, I, I if if. if Memory serves me correct. I will. You uh, kind of assume with football that the public universities recruit better and they have more funds, but that's not always the case. I mean, we are talking Miami, so. I mean, Miami as an area has more talent, I think, than like anywhere in the country. You know, Houston into, maybe, right? The, the, yeah. it's very, very similar, but I mean, Miami between Broward and and Dade is just so per capita, so much talent, you know, and if you can, but so much of it goes to like Alabama. Um, well, re- recruiting is not as local as it once was. It's not, but it can be with the right guy. And I think Lane Kiffin with his Miami already kind of has a name down there from Florida Atlantic and the, the persona. That's what they need in Miami is a, is a, I mean, his dad a was a defensive coordinator guy. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for yeah, a while. Dude, he could lie. He could yeah. put the fence around Miami. And once you do that, then, it, then it's over, you know, then, then you're going to dominate the ACC. If, if I was getting offered both jobs, knowing Florida's history and kind of, they're kind of reminding yeah. me of Texas. I think I might jump to Miami. 
Because knowing how the coastal's been complete dog shit, I see opportunity. Hey, the East has been dog shit too. But you have Georgia, and Georgia's firing on all cylinders right now. Kentucky's True. been coming up a little bit. I mean, you got uh, Vanderbilt. They're they're both good. <laughs> he should be able to win at both. Tennessee might be on the come up too a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we've been impressed, you know, in year one what what they're doing. So yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, look, I know the coastal's got Coach Cut, but. <laughs> Hopefully you know? not much longer. Uh, I'll <laughs> say this: if if there's any truth to the uh, Lincoln Riley to LSU talk, then Hypel has got to be on the short list for uh, Oklahoma coaches, and Ooh, that puts Tennessee that crazy back mm, in the basement. That would be absolutely Ooh. hilarious. <laughs> Please let that happen. <laughs> How the dominoes might fall. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to to Friday. Black Friday's got a, sl- a ton of college football games on the slate here, but the first, I want to tell you that the college football experience a week. 13 preview and picks episode is brought to you by WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from college football, college basketball, NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. And WinBet has some awesome brand new bonuses. New users can bet one dollar and win a hundred on any sport. Um, they'll match your first wager up to two hundred percent, meaning you throw down a hundred bucks, they're going to match it for two hundred. How great is that? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-I-N-N-Bet.com. All right, Friday. Look, the fucking Mac let me down. All right? They let me down because they could have put games on tomorrow. I understand we have a great slate of college basketball games tomorrow, but I don't mind mixing in some football. Um, Ohio travels to Bowling Green Friday morning. Ohio's laying five and a half currently. I almost locked this up, but I am going to take Ohio. They're both the same record, but both three and eight irrelevant. No one's going to a bowl, but I think Ohio has been playing better in the second half of the season. I'm going to ride the Bobcats minus the five and a half against your boy Leffler. Patty. See, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, don't ever call Leffler my boy again. And I am all over the Bobcats as well. Nick, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, Ohio two and one in their last three. So nice wins over Eastern Michigan and Miami of Ohio. Meanwhile, Bowling green, they are one and four in their last five with really some blowouts here. 34 to seven against that same Miami of Ohio team. 49, 17 against Toledo here. And you're lonely lane less than a touchdown. Yeah. Give me the Bobcats. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, it's nine nine a.m. Friday morning. This one is interesting to me because I love watching this team lose. Kansas State travels to Austin, Texas. Uh, Texas is a three point favorite. Guys, will Texas go four and eight, or will Kansas State go eight and four? I'm taking the Wildcats plus three. Sprinkle some on the money line, Nick. Man, I can't do it. Uh, apparently, Skyler Thompson is doubtful. I just can't get behind K State when Will Howard is the quarterback. So I'm going to take Texas. Well, you just made me unlock it, but I'm still on K State. Texas is there. They have to. The locker room's got to be shot. I can't see them rallying to no, get that. No, apparently it is. There's the whole. The what was the monkey? Uh, 
uh, uh, pole assassin. <laughs> but I also hear like there was ye- yelling at each other, like players uh, transferring out, uh, coaches. I mean, you get players yelling at coaches. It seems to be quite the disaster that Steve Sarkeesian has uh, created already in year one, doing what he does best. Um, <laughs> Pat, so you took K State. How Pat, long right? till the booze allegations come out? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on K State for sure. Now, I think I don't know if this is the Mountain West just wanting to fuck over San Diego State. Yeah. At 9 a.m. Oh. in Carson, California, 9 a.m. <laughs> San Diego State, which isn't even playing in their own city. They're in going up to LA to play this. They have to play at 9 a.m. against Boise. Now, I mean, that's tough on Boise too, but if you're at home, you would like to think you could dictate 9 a.m. You're 10 and 1. The day after Thanksgiving? Yeah. Come on. You're, you're 10 and one. You're about to be 11 and one the day you yeah, know you're you going to get fucked up on Thanksgiving. You might get a new Dude. year's six birth here. You know, it's a big moment for the program. You're playing Boise, a big name, 9am slow you in the nine. This is a slot. pack 12 move. Isn't this Larry Scott or whatever his name was? Isn't yeah. That what he yeah. So retarded. I don't know <laughs> if this is CBS dictating this to the mountain West or what, but if you're San Diego state, you're in a position where you can go, not only can you win the mountain West, you can go 11 and one on your season, right? Potentially 12 and one. If you win the mountain West, this is brutal. That is a brutal break. Um, Boise's laying two and a half and I'm taking Boise. What are you doing, Nick? I'm going to go with the home dog. I mean, nobody goes into the dignity health wellness center <laughs> and comes out alive <laughs> without the, without their card, without their membership card. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, Boise is only 82nd in the country versus the run. One thing San Diego state likes to do a lot is run the football. I think that favors the home team. So give me the Aztecs, Patty. I mean, Boise's sitting here at seven and four, but they have a one point loss against Oklahoma State. That we remember that twenty one point lead against UCF that they blew. In the meantime, they've uh, beaten number ten BYU, and the last they crushed number twenty three Fresno. They've been cruising lately. Boise's playing good ball, and two and a half points favorites. I'll take the Broncos. Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. This is a uh, look. This one, they're both bowl eligible. They're both going to be bowling. Not that anyone gives a shit, but I mean, uh, but we'll we'll bet on it. Um, Eastern Michigan at Central Michigan. This one should have been Wednesday night. This yeah. is a fun little rivalry. Eastern Michigan currently catching nine nine points against Central Michigan. Give me Eastern Michigan. Sprinkle some on the money line. Neither of these teams can can play for the uh, the MAC championship, so it's just just for uh, for an eight and four season or a seven and five season. So, Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, the line is moving towards Central Michigan. I'm not sure why. I mean, Eastern Michigan is a very solid team. They only have one loss this year where it's been more than a touchdown. I'm sorry, or more, more than one score. Well, that, and that was and that game against Wisconsin. And that's the story for Eastern Michigan over the past five years. So yeah. it, it, that's yeah. why you should definitely. You know what? Should I lock this one? Should we lock this? Mm, I don't know because Central Michigan's been putting it on. But Eastern some Michigan teams never lately. gets blown out unless it's. I'm uh, on, I'm definitely on Eastern. I'm not gonna lock it though. It, it's it's a Mac man. Anything can happen. I mean, it's true. At the beginning of the year, Central Michigan, and toward the middle of the year, Central Michigan was winning a lot of close games too. Well, how about this, Central Michigan? The reason why Northern Illinois is not playing their starters tonight is because they clinched. Central Michigan's behind you. You remember how we were watching this game, Pat? Central Michigan, the the was up by eighteen in the third quarter. Uh, Northern Illinois comes back, takes the lead. 
Central Michigan drives all the way down there to go to to win the game, and the snap goes through the holder's hands. Yes. So they they're essentially, if if that had not happened, they'd be alive for the MAC championship mm. <laughs> because that was Northern Illinois. They have the tiebreaker on there. Yeah, one point yeah. loss there. Brutal. So brutal, heartbreaking. It is truly a game of uh, of bad hands. Yes. Um, what about weather? What about if it's like super cold up in Michigan? That could you know lead to uh, under or, or a low scoring game and and taking the points, right? What's the weather? There? I Let thought it was forward. like I looked this up. I want to say it was like in the 30s. 31, yeah. 31 degrees. So it's gonna be chilly, man. I mean, I'm gonna take Eastern Michigan. Yeah, I think that's too many points. So okay, uh, 10 a.m. Utah State takes on New Mexico, folks. This one very very pivotal because Utah State. If they win this and Air Force loses, and I think if Boise loses, Utah State goes to the Mountain West Championship game. So, or I think actually they just need Boise because I think they have the tiebreaker on Air Force. I think, I don't know. I, I read this scenario, I retweeted. I want to say Air, if Air Force wins, they're in, right? So they need. They need a uh, Air Force to lose, which we'll get to in a little bit here. But Utah, they, Utah State very much alive, laying fifteen in Albuquerque. They had controlled their own destiny until last weekend, right? Until until Craig Bull ran the ball seven hundred times on that weak <laughs> run defense. Man, I I think I took Utah State on that. I took one. Wyoming, huh? Talk hey, to me, talk to me, nice. huh? Uh, laying fifteen, sure. This is uh, I'll take Utah State minus fifteen because they're still playing for something. Nick, I feel pretty good about Utah State minus fifteen. I'll lock it up. Uh, granted, I, I've locked up Utah State. I think like three or four weeks in a row, and they've hit all but last week. Uh, but oh, <laughs> Utah State minus fifteen, fifteen and a half. Shop around, NC Nick so, locking it up. New Mexico is the worst team in the country against the spread. They are one in ten. And if Gu- guess, last- guess which one they hit on uh, that Wyoming. Over Wyoming. <laughs> that one when I had him as a 20 and a half point dog, <laughs> that's that right, that's is right. why that is why <laughs> you come to the land down under <laughs> um, last two games, 37, nothing at Boise 34, seven at Fresno. I, I think Utah state is going to cruise and put up a similar uh, score there. Got to agree. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the Aggies. I'm not locking it though. Iowa travels to Nebraska. Iowa's been dog shit the last couple of times they've gone on the road. They've won a couple, but they also, I mean, they they struggled against Northwestern on the road. They struggled against Wisconsin on the road. They go to Lincoln. Adrian Martinez, I believe, not playing this game. This is an auto lock. Iowa <laughs> minus one and a half. Dude, Iowa's sitting there at what, nine and two right now? The quietest nine and two well, team in the and, country. And need I mention that Iowa could be playing for the Big Ten championship. If they win this, and uh, there's chaos in the Big Ten yeah, West, Minnesota yeah. wins and and uh, Iowa win. I think Iowa goes right. Yeah, yeah. It's not that big of a stretch to think that, especially since Minnesota's getting Wisconsin at home. Uh, one and a half points. This is crazy. Lock all day. Locking it up, Patty C. Locking up the Iowa Hawkeyes. You're not nervous about that offense on the road. It's been horrible. It's been horrible last couple of times on the road. Well, if it was against anyone, but Nebraska without Adrian Martinez, I'd be a little more afraid. Nick. Well, I'm not going to put my hard earned money behind Logan Smothers. 
<laughs> who's a quarterback for Nebraska, who, you know, great name in, instead. Yeah. Logan Smothers, instead of Adrian Martinez, uh, I'm taking Iowa. I'm not going to lock it though. Cause that is a tough road trip. I suppose it, it makes sense though. I might, you could talk me into it. Dude, this team has a fringe shot at the playoffs. So <laughs> like imagine no, if no, they, no, they, no. Don't. Listen, no they don't listen, 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 <laughs> if Alabama lost to Auburn, right upset. But since Alabama has been uh, close against uh, LSU and Arkansas, it's in the realm of possibilities. It's it's on the planes. Right. And then they lose to Georgia. So that's a three loss Bama. They're out of the equation. Say Cincinnati lost, right? Say Michigan beats Ohio state. And then Michigan plays Iowa in the big and then 10 Iowa championship, beats Michigan, right? Then I, you have a two loss. I, I still think you're going to get a one loss, big 12 team probably. Right. Or two, I guess you need them to, you got Georgia, a one loss, <laughs> big 12 team. Theoretically, I guess you probably the, Somewhat right, but this they is, are motivated. They're going to be playing great. This is a super lock. I'll ride with Iowa, but I don't feel great about it. Uh, UTEP. This is an interesting one. UTEP's the best win or the best season in like twenty years for UTEP. They're seven and four currently. They're heading to Birmingham to take on UAB at the nice new facility where the USFL will be playing. Yes, had to hammer that in. Um, UAB laying thirteen and a half. Nick, are you are you tinking it up? Tink. Tink, tink. <laughs> no, I'm not a tinker. Uh, give me UAB. Uh, I think I'm with you. Senior day. Give me UAB minus thirteen and a half. Patty, see you uh, taking the minors. Points. I'm taking the minors, baby. There you go. Mine it up. South Florida travels to UCF. The bounce house. They're catching eighteen and a half. I see a nineteen out there. You know what? I haven't done this yet. Let's. Let's lock up Ooh. South Florida in the go. bounce house. There plus you go. I was nineteen. Which way you were gonna go with that? Give me the plus nineteen. They're showing signs of life. They just fired their defensive coordinator. You would think you just let that. I mean, your season's already fucked. You might as well just let that season end, then get rid of them. But yeah, well, one more game. Come on. I yeah. mean, they were showing signs paycheck. of life until last week. They did just get throttled by Tulane. Should I? Should I cancel this lock? Nah, fuck uh, it. Let me like, give me the nineteen. Give me nineteen uh, points. And this is a rivalry game, okay? What has UCF been doing lately? They they've actually been crushing some bad teams. Well, they crushed UConn, but then SMU put it on them the week before. Gosh, I, I just feel like the rivalry factor. I'm going to ride with you, South Florida, but I don't feel good about that. Not locking that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is the one noon thirty, uh, Friday afternoon here, three thirty Eastern. What if I told you there hasn't been a top five team come into Greenville for a long, long, long time? <laughs> You'd have to go back to the days. I believe West Virginia was the team, and they took an L. Mm. The Miami Hurricanes came in as a top five team in the, I think, in 01. Memory search, it might have been 2000. Took an L. Virginia Tech was close. They were probably top 10 when they took an L. You better believe this place is going to be on fire. This place is going to be on fire. ECU, look, I mean, you pull up their schedule. This team's close to being 11 and 1, or I mean, sorry, 10 and 1, I guess, right now. Yeah, with t- the App State game, okay, you lost by 14 and you waved the white flag. Still bothers me, but you, 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 you were the better team against South Carolina. That scores a lie. Um, uh, overtime loss to Houston, four point loss to UCF. They're very close. They are very close. I'm even hearing speculation that Virginia Tech might hire Mike Houston. It would be a good hire. Um, 14 points. 
Give me the pirates. A lot of pressure. You come coming into the, they haven't played in an environment. Don't give me South Bend with all those. They don't know. They're not fans. All right. They're, yeah. It gets a little a bunch of dorks sitting around there. Like all right, you go into, you go into Greenville. You better believe there's going to be some burritos thrown at your fucking face. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you what uh, last time Cincinnati came to ECU was in a, in the midst of a 10 and two regular season. And they only won by three there. So they've struggled there recently. I think the game before that went overtime. We we mentioned this when we were doing the summer previews that Cincinnati struggles in Greenville, and I think a lot of people, you know, saw Cincinnati put it to to uh, SMU last week. They're all going to jump on and say, "All right, you know what? Cincinnati's they're back. They're legit." But don't forget the other four or five games before that, they were kind of just squeaking by teams. So I, I'm definitely taking the points here. ECU. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm scared for a money line upset. I think it's going to take everything Cincinnati has just to win this game. I actually think I'm more scared for them to go to ECU than I am for them to host Houston the following week. Should they get the win? You know what? Fuck it. Lock it up. Give me ECU in the 14. Let's go to the land down under. I need to fucking get a uh, need to get a uh, eye patch. You know, got to get one for the studio. You, you need a peg. You're a little <laughs> peg boy over there. Uh, Coastal Carolina, the shot declares they were officially eliminated from going to the Sun Belt Championship when App State won last week. They are still going for a 10 win season, though. They traveled to uh, Mobile to take on 5 and 5 South Alabama. I'm sorry, 5 and 6 South Alabama. South Alabama playing for bowl eligibility. They're getting 15 and a half points. I'm going to ride South Alabama plus 15 and a half to cover it. Coastal gets the win. Nick? Now let me jump back on coastal here. Grace McCall is back. He's healthy. Now another game, you know, last week coming back. So he has a game under his belt. Uh, I think coastal gets back to, you know, putting up like, you know, big numbers on offense and they take care of this large spread. Yeah. South Alabama losers of six of their last eight after a uh, three, and zero start and have been throttled in several of them. I am all over uh, coastal Carolina here. You're back on coastal Carolina. Okay. Uh, guys, my boys, you know what? I got to do it. I know the locks are coming in. I've locked two up already. We're still on Friday. It's time for a third as the fans just hate. Do we, maybe, maybe you guys want to join me on this because they've been red hot. They've been a covering machine for me. UNLV travels to Colorado Springs where they're catching 18, 18 points. This team almost beat San Diego state last week. They're catching 18 points. They've covered for me three straight weeks. I am riding the running rebels in that beautiful, beautiful fucking cannon they have in that slot machine. Give me the 18. Who's joining me? I'm with you. I was last week. I will do it again. Yeah. I'm telling you, this team's competitive. Is this lock worthy? Yeah. 18 points. Air Force. Come what on. Is, what has Air Force been doing? I mean, they have been competitive. When's the last time Air Force won a game by more than 18? That's true. Probably somewhere out there. Probably against Florida Atlantic or at something. At New Mexico earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, but, but UNLV's be- they beat New Mexico. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I'm with you. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll lock, lock it up. Let's lock it up. Boom. <laughs> we got new. Was this three amigos? Naked gun. Naked gun. I love it. <laughs> yes, we are locking up UNLV plus 18 in Colorado Springs. It's going to be 55 degrees that day. That's like a nice summer day in Vegas. No, <laughs> it's not. It's like a nice winter day in Vegas. Okay. Uh, 
Um, triple luck. We got to love that What's one. What's the, we- the weather going to be there? 55 degrees. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's Those Vegas cool. boys aren't going to know what hit them. No, that then the winter, I think they get to like, yeah, 55. What I don't understand Vegas weather at all. It's, <laughs> like I've been there and it's been freezing as shit. And then I've been there and it's been like 110 degrees <laughs> yeah. at like two in the morning. Yeah. It's, it's called summer and winter, Patty. No, it's I called, mean, it's it, called the desert. It has nothing to do with any, I mean, it, like it's been winter. It's been hot as fuck. Uh, Missouri, they're bowl eligible, which is just disgusting. Uh, they're six and five. They travel to Arkansas. Can Arkansas have an eight win season? Arkansas laying 14 and a half. It's too many points. I'm on Missouri, even though I just, I don't feel confident with that defense, but give me Mizzou plus the 14 and a half as Drinkowitz keeps winning his way. By the way, Missouri has a, a winning record all time against Florida now. Wow. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, give me, give me the tigers. Uh, we tigers, lions, tigers, and bears. All right. Uh, plus 14 and a half in Fayetteville. Nick, what are you doing? I did not have a good feel for this game, but what I do know is that Arkansas is clearly the better team. So I decided on laying the points. I don't really like it though. I I'm staying far, far away from this game. So there you have it. Patty, Arkansas has had some impressive. I mean, they just played hard teams lately. Three point win over Mississippi State. Uh, LSU is not a hard team. Well, three point road on the uh, win on the road, but yes, after what Louisiana Monroe <laughs> did last week, you're right. That's not a big Don't win. Don't try to sell me that bucket. <laughs> Alabama last week was impressive. I saw. Yeah. You're right. Too many points. You're on Mizzou. Okay, yeah. Colorado travels to Utah. I, I look. I I don't mind us playing Utah, but they do it on this Friday where we're supposed to be playing Nebraska. It bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me. Utah's laying 20. They're your new rivals, buddy. I'm okay with making that a rivalry. Just don't do it on this day. This day should be reserved. We play Nebraska, what, starting again two years from now. Um, not on this day. No, I mean, because they're they should they should put it on this day, though. Well, they're not, because it's the last week of the regular season. They're gonna play a conference opponent, so they have to play somebody. Some money ruining the sport. Utah laying 23 and a half points in Salt Lake City. And guess what, guys? As much as I think Colorado's turned a corner. Utah is going to shut down this offense. I'm laying the points in Utah against my buffs, Nick. Yeah. Another game. I'm not a huge fan of, but I lean towards taking the points here because I do think Colorado is getting better. Uh, Utah, maybe they, you know, I mean, they see a four and seven Colorado team coming in after that big win against Oregon. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're not laser focused on Colorado right here. So I'll take the points. Patty, mm, that's a good point. Uh, I feel like I'm disagreeing with uh, Dundee on, on just about every game so far. <laughs> I we, mean, Colorado had an impressive performance against uh, Oregon State a few weeks back. Got the W there. Oregon State still could win the whole Pac-12. Uh, beat Washington last week. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go Buffs. I'm gonna go Buffs. And Colby fades his boys like Nick fades Duke. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was on Colorado on the money line last week as a seven-point dog, and that thing cashed. That's why you go to the land down under, you filthy animals. Here's the other thing: Utah, the one team that's not going to be affected by that uh, altitude thing is Colorado. What what do they True. call this rivalry again? The Rocky Mountain Showdown or yeah, something? Some bullshit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, TCU travels to Iowa State. TCU's catching fifteen. Look, I get it. Iowa State Senior Day. These are the guys that laid the foundation for this program to succeed with Matt Campbell. Fifteen's too much. Give me TCU in the fifteen points, Patty. Yep, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Nick? Iowa State hasn't been pulling away from too many teams, so I, I'm going Iowa State, man. I don't think I think TCU's got nothing to play for. I think 
Finally, this game, we see Iowa state smacking an opponent. Like we thought they would do all year. Uh, yeah. I'm, like, I mean, TCU just barely beat Kansas. It got smacked at Oklahoma state the week before that. Uh, give me Iowa state. Well, first off I was on the under in Iowa state. That was one of my plays. So don't say we thought they'd be smacking. Look, I thought Iowa State would be kind of like eight and four, seven and five, and if they win this, they will be seven and five. <laughs> no, they'll be six and oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, this one major. TCU beat Baylor two weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago. Jerry not Kill that that bad. Uh, North Carolina travels to Raleigh to take on NC State. NC State still very much alive to win the ACC huge game. And if UNC pulls off this upset and if wake uh, does what wake Forest does and goes to Boston college and loses, then Clemson, regardless of whether they beat South Carolina or not goes to the ACC championship. And we see Clemson Pitt like we saw just two fucking years ago. I think it was. So what's a, what's the three way tie uh, scenario. If if NC State beats UNC and Wake loses, then there's a three-way tie. No, then, 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 from what I understand, NC State's in. Are they? Yes. Oh, oh. Yes. You don't. Clemson say. needs both teams to lose. Why would that be the case? Because well, because NC of, State of beat Clemson, divisional Clemson yeah. beat Wake. Wake beat NC State. So like head to head. That's a three-way. Yeah. No, but I was told a division divisional record. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, because Cle- uh, NC State lost out of division in their other game. Who'd they lose to? Miami? Yes. Uh, okay. In the Atlantic. That is. Yeah. Okay. They look at the Atlantic. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, who are you taking? NC State's laying six. Nick, you're the you're the guy right there with the season tickets to uh, the Wolfpack. <laughs> no, that is not true. <laughs> but I've been to a game or two. Uh, I, I'm on UNC, man. Give me the points. Uh, last couple games, UNC has won, you know, 41 to 10 and 48 to 21. Granted, I think NC State's the better all around team this year, but it's NC State and they're known for choking. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, so uh, I'll take the points, especially a rivalry game, getting more than a field goal. Plus, yeah. plus 210 on the money line. Do you sprinkle? What's up with uh, Sam Howe? Yeah, I think he's, he's going to play. Yeah. He's going to play. He's going to play. I, I'm going to ride the six points in the Tar Heels too. I do not trust NC State. NC State could be playing UTEP right now, and I wouldn't trust them. Uh, and now I told y'all though last week NC State was going to smack Syracuse. You didn't listen. Well, I mean, okay. I didn't. I, I wasn't confident in that that game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so this week I'm telling you that yeah, take take UNC in the points. Patty, see what are you doing? I'm all over it. UNC. Yeah. Okay. We got the Apple Cup Friday. Washington State minus one. At Washington and Washington State can still win the Pac-12. I don't know if you guys know this, but if Oregon State wins against Oregon and Washington State wins, Washington State then has the tiebreaker and they go play in the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> Are you kidding? I am not kidding. At well, seven and five, they'd be in the yes, Pac-12 championship because they beat Oregon State head to head, and they would have the same record as Oregon State. <laughs> that's a bad look. That's a bad look, and that that might that's probably going to happen. That's uh, probably going to happen. Uh, what Oregon State beats Oregon at Oregon? Oh wow, it's in Oregon. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I'm. All, I can tell you this though. Washington State's got too much offense. Jake Dicker doesn't matter who's coaching. The problem with the Washington Huskies: a, they have like three coaches. I feel like on the coaching staff, they can't move the football. I'm taking Washington State. I'm locking this thing up. Apple Cup. Look, Washington State knows there's blood in the water. They're going to get a chance 
to potentially win the Pac-12. Give me uh, the, give me the Cougs minus one. Any who wants to join me on this? Mm, yeah, no. it's tempting to lock, but I no. certainly will. Uh, Was Washington number one hundred and eleven offense? They're pretty bad. They lead this series seventy four to thirty two all time. So you know Washington State is licking their chops to get this one done. The last three games, granted, they may not have that much of a bearing on 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 this year's matchup, but Washington's won thirty one thirteen. 41, 14 and 45 to 10. They didn't Wazoo play last had, year though. I said the last three matchups. I know, but I'm saying my, like this staff for Washington yeah, state, Jake, true. Jake Dicker it, it, has never played them. That's true. Yeah. But I will say the Wazoo also hasn't won in Seattle since 2007. My last point is there's an 86% chance of precip- precipitation. So maybe that, you know, kind of may, makes it a sloppy game. It kind of limits the Wazoo passing attack. I don't know, man. They they need to go in there and prove it to me first. I'll take Washington. Gutless, gutless. Oh, big big time gutless. Patty, who you taking here? I'm taking Washington State. I kind of want to uh, find some stats about the home, like going to Seattle. I bet if they've only won 32 all time, most of those have come in uh, Pullman. In Pullman, yeah. right? So this would be a big win for Washington State. Uh, all right. No, well, those are, that's Friday slate. Just a fantastic slate Saturday. Remember I said FCS playoffs mixed in with a bunch of games I'm about to go through, but first I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Prop swap always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. If you see a ticket you like, but think the price is perhaps too high. Well, you can submit a bid for a price that you think is fair, then buy it. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Uh, if you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Uh, every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. And here's the best part. Your bet doesn't even need to win in order to make money. It just has to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets every day on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Ah, all right. Saturday morning. Here comes the fun. Here comes the pain. (laughs) That is that a good impersonation? No, I don't even know what you're referencing. I don't know. Me neither. Well, here's what I'm going to reference: the Houston Cougars, 9 a.m. noon on the east. (laughs) I think that's Scarface. I'm referencing, but uh, Mm. the Houston Cougars travel to UConn, where believe it or not. Do you have to pull up history? I want you to Patty C can you over there on that computer? Look up this history on this game. Look up Houston's look, I want to say the last time Houston had a really good season, they barely won at UConn the final game of the year. <laughs> then the year with Tom Herman, they lost. That was their one loss of the season. It was at UConn and it was the final game of the season. <laughs> it, it was cold as shit. They're not used to playing in it being this cold. Um what do you guys think of this matchup? 32 and a half point favorites. <laughs> Patty C, can we can we can we talk ourselves into a uh a live dog? Houston two and one all time against UConn. Not like they've played No, but I'm telling you, the last times. two times they've played, it's been late in the year, and both times Houston's had good seasons. And one of them they almost lost. And the other one they were, I think, undefeated and they lost. Yeah, Houston was number 13 and lost uh, to UConn in 2015. And you're right. Uh, they went to UConn in 2019 and only won by seven. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you, this game's been kind of hilarious. Um, and guys, hate to tell you this high of 42, chance of rain. 
<laughs> the air raid in the rain. That's not too bad of his 42 at midday. I have faith in this Houston team. They have a live defense, top 10 in the nation. Defense travels. I'll lay the points. Give me, give me UConn plus the 32 and a half. Look, UConn is still riding that uh, Jim Mora energy. Uh, they did get crushed each of the last three weeks. No, no, I, they covered against Clemson, which is not <laughs> impressive. They still lost by like 50. Uh, they lost by 37 there. We, they didn't cover last week by a half a point. And they lost by 32. All right. So UCF or, I mean, I guess the road trip no, to Houston, Houston at not yeah, UCF. I know. Yeah. 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 Oh gosh, I'm going Houston. Come on now. <laughs> I can't wait to talk shit about this one. <laughs> uh Ohio State travels to Michigan. Michigan catching eight points at home in Ann Arbor. Look, for if if you're new to listening to the college football experience, for like two or three straight years, even prior to the college football experience existing, I would tell Patty C. And I would be on the show with Sean and Ryan back in the day when it was just sports gambling podcast. I would say this is the year Harbaugh does it. Well, I said that so many times the past couple of years when, when they got smacked, I can't do it and I can't do it. And I won't do it. Give me Ohio state minus the eight in Ann Arbor. You know who can do it? Patty C and I will do it, but I'm not going to say they're going <laughs> to money line player. You pussy. I think they can. I'm not going to do it. I, to me, I'm on the same thing as you. It's it's prove it time. I'm not going to give you my vote of confidence. It's time for you to prove it. But I certainly think this is going to be a damn good game. And I think what's interesting is that uh, Ohio State's strength is their explosive passing game, but that's uh, Michigan's defensive strength is passing, and vice versa. Michigan's offensive strength is running, where that's Ohio State's defensive strength. We could have a slugfest. What I think may be the difference here is that when the other team has a good running back to go with the passing game, which we saw with uh, Michigan State, not that they had much of a passing game, but uh, Walker got off on Michigan's defense. And so I'm a little afraid that uh, Henderson will do the same thing. Uh, Ohio high, State. High at 36 degrees. Mm, a slug fest in the big house. I got Michigan covering, but I got Ohio state on the money line football weather. Nick, what are you doing? I don't know about a slug fest. This Ohio state offense is just legit. Now I agree with the points made on the main show about Michigan's D line. They might be able to neutralize that Buckeye offense a little bit, but the Buckeyes are still scored in the thirties here. I think, right? I mean, yeah, I I'm, I'm predicting like a 31 20 game here. Give me Ohio State and I'll lock it up. Ooh. <laughs> Ohio State has for the most part, but they've beaten up on a lot of like not great defenses. When they played some tougher defenses, Penn State, they got 33. Nebraska, they got 26. So uh I think they're gonna slow down. Michigan's got a better defense than the Ohio State seen all year, I think. And so I think they'll slow them down enough. And they have a pretty good offense too. They'll keep it close, but I don't know. I just think that Ohio State, when they're when they're like bombing on you and you have no defense, they have they have a way of looking really really good that a good defense uh, defensive backfield might be able to guys make look worse. Last year was fifty six to twenty seven. The year before was sixty two to (laughs) thirty nine. Mike McDonald is the difference maker. NFL defensive (laughs) schemes here, buddy. I hope so. Um, well, they're gonna need it because Ohio State has three receivers that'll be in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> True. Ah, fuck, man. Probably, fuck. probably more than three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least, at least three. 
Um, yeah, I'm on Ohio State minus eight. Um, next up, this is at nine a.m. Patty C, you're gonna be here God's Eye Saturday because we got Wake Forest. Can they do it? The first time they have the opportunity to win the ACC Atlantic for the first time since 2007 when they won it. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, Wake Forest laying five on the road, Chestnut Hill. God, why do I just think that Wake's gonna blow this? I'm taking. Look, if Wake wins, it'll be by a field goal. Give me Boston College in the five points, Nick. Yeah, I had the same thought process. I mean, BC, they were, I mean, they almost came back and beat Florida state somehow, but they were not very impressive on offense last week, but yeah, for some reason, it seems like it's just like a funky trip up there. And I think it's gonna be a close game. I think wake wins by a field goal. Give me the points. You guys are spot on. I think. Yeah. Boston college on the points. I mean, I just feel like they're going to lose this game. The one year we could see a different ACC championship. We're going to end up with Clemson. Yeah. I, I feel decent about North Carolina and Boston College winning this weekend. <laughs> you might Clemson, even want to par- par- You might even want to parlay uh North Carolina money line and Boston College money line. All right, so hold on. So what if it's Clemson Pitt again? Who do you think wins that? Pitt Pitt, Pitt has won once this year, but I could see Clemson winning that because Pitt Pitt <laughs> is here. the most count I look, dude, I didn't put Pitt in my database top 25 and they're 10 and, or 9 and 2. Because wow. they have the easiest schedule, they 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 lost to a, a Western Michigan team that's dog shit. That's hilarious that they should be ten and one. It, yeah, if they would have, t- they would have taken care of business. They'd be in the, the playoff public. talk if they could just beat wow. Western Michigan. Such a <laughs> such a Narduzzi. <laughs> um, Here's the thing, though, Clemson. The problem earlier in the season is they had no offense. They've gotten it figured out a little bit, scoring f- at least thirty points in each of the last four. Well, games. Wake Forest defense is horrible. Yeah. And same same uh, with yeah, UConn's. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, <laughs> Uh, Army travels to Liberty, Patty C. This is f- freedom right here, right? This is this is what the world is about. Uh, look, Army's catching three and a half. Hugh Freeze auditioning for jobs, perhaps in Blacksburg, maybe. Um, three and a half points. Give me the Black Knights, though. I don't think this Liberty team is that good. Give me the Black Knights to cover this thing, Nick. Totally agree. I think Army wins straight up. I think they're the better team right now. Liberty had much higher aspirations and they've never looked apart this year. So yeah, give me army. Army's got close performances against Wisconsin wake and a win over air force. They, that said the rest of their schedule, such complete dog shit that it's hard to get a lot of information out of it. But Liberty looks like trash. So I got to ride with they you guys. played in 2018 when, when Hugh freeze was there, I think it was his first year. If memory serves me correct, might've been 19 uh, army won 38 to 14. Um, this is what I mean though. Right here is a perfect example, guys. This is still the 9 a.m. slate, and I'm actually going to put this on a big screen, I think, because uh, there's major implications here. Miami, Ohio in the MAC. They should have put this on Wednesday. Plays Kent State, and the winner plays in the MAC championship. Kent State laying one at home against the Red Hawks. I'm on Kent State and Dustin Krom. Uh, Patty C, what are you doing? I think I'm on Kent State too. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't have a great feel, but. They've just been more reliable throughout the year. Nick. Yeah. Pl- yeah. Plus they're at home. So I totally agree with you guys. Kent state. Alrighty. Well then you get Akron at Toledo, Toledo laying 28. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is dude. Akron just lost what? 38 to nothing to, to Kent state. Who's pretty much the same thing. I'll, I'll take Toledo, Toledo minus 28 Yeah, at home. <laughs> Yeah, uh, wh- whenever a, a head coach gets fired unjustly, 
the the team falls apart, you know. So definitely, they were fighting for Arth. Now they're fighting for scraps of uh, fucking Turkey Day on That's Saturday, true. right? Uh, Patty C, you lay in the twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. Navy travels to Temple, guys. Nine a.m. slate still on the west, noon on the east. Navy's laying eleven and a half currently. I'm taking oh, Navy. It's, it's come down, huh? It wasn't. Should, should I lock this up? I locked <laughs> it up. Ride with me. <laughs> Dude, I'll do, do it. Do you want me? Do you want me to give you the last five Temple games? <laughs> They've lost forty-four to ten, thirty-seven to eight, forty-five to three, forty-nine to seven. Oh, a close one, 34-14. Temple is on auto fade. Lock it up, Navy. I'm on board, Patty. Oh. All right, fuck it. Let's yes. have some fun. <laughs> I had a feeling this music would get us there. <laughs> Navy football, the last... I mean, kept it within three last week against DCU. Kept it within three against Dude, or, DCU. No, beat made Tulsa. a fifty-two yard field goal. They hadn't made longer than a thirty-nine all year. This Dude, tri- look, T- Temple doesn't want to play this game. They don't want to play against the option in yeah. November when yeah. they're three and eight, one and six in conference. They've quit. They've folded up. Yeah, shop. and Carey's done. I think, from what I understand, like I think he's lost that locker room. Yeah. I, th- I think he's going to be fired. Uh, I think I'm going to thank you guys for uh, the lock uh, yeah. encouragement here. Uh, Dan Mullen temple <laughs> no. talk about getting him on the cheap. He's from right <laughs> there. He take that? He's from right there next to New Jersey. All right. I well, think he could, I think he or, could do better. Uh, Philly rather. Yeah. I think he could probably do a little better than that. <laughs> well, look, we got the rest of the 9 a.m. slate and the rest of uh, Saturday's games coming uh, on the, on part two of uh, this week's preview and picks episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for tuning into the college football experience. Make sure you check out part two and get that SGPN app. All right, folks, signing off.